to the Ever After podcast with Seth and Allie, where we talk about finding happily ever after by building godly relationships. I am one of your hosts, Allie. And I am the other host, Seth. And together, we've been married almost four years. So I think we've gone over that in the past episodes, but, you know, just as a nice reminder. If you're tuning in. If you're tuning in for the first time. time. Yes. And if you're tuning in for the first time. Welcome. Welcome. And please go like us on Instagram. At Ever After Talk. Today, we are going to be talking about a very serious topic. One that just, you know, is just super, super serious. And was just very serious. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're so odd. <laughs> but today, seriously, we're going to be talking about what you should be looking for in a guy or girl. So I think we referenced this in the last episode. Um, and yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, but Allie, why... Why do you think this question comes up so much? So I feel like after high school, you know, you've had some relationships, had a boyfriend, a girlfriend, and you get to college, and that's when you start really seriously looking at dating. Not, I mean, you can not saying that you don't date your high school sweetheart and you can't get married to them or whatever, but college. Yeah, but if you do, it's basically destined for failure, I've heard, and it's statistically proven. No. So, but anyway, I I feel like once you get to college, you really start wanting to date seriously and really thinking about what you want in a husband um, or a wife. So, and depending on when you became a Christian, you may have not had a godly relationship in your past and you're really wanting to have a godly relationship um, going in the future going on in the future so um and what you should look for um in a your future spouse so you can have a um godly marriage and um, a flourishing marriage so um i would say that's the why yeah yeah i feel like as people get into college and they start to make their faith kind of their own this question seems to come up a lot as they notice that there's a difference between just dating anyone and dating someone who's also serious about making their faith their own or like living a life of faith. So I think that I think that you know pretty good, pretty good place to start exploring. Yeah, and in a Christian relationship, you're not just going to date to date. You're wanting to date to pursue marriage. Now that means you have to, not that you're getting married at 18 but that you're wanting to pursue marriage. You're not just kind of dating around. You're wanting to take it seriously. So you're like, want to know what, like you want someone who um, is going to, I don't know, push you to be a more godly person. So Right. Rather than push you to the edge of your sanity because you guys conflict on so many different things. Yeah. So, Good things to consider. <laughs> okay, so ladies get their answers first. You know, we'll be kind to them. So, guys, you got to wait. But uh, actually, as Allie reads this off, guys, this is a good time to be thinking about where you fall. Like, are you the guy that we're talking about? And then, girls, when we're reading through what guys should be looking for in a lady, uh, use that as a nice time to just kind of reflect and say, are you that type of girl? Mm-hmm. And if you're now, if you're not serious about finding somebody 
you know, uh, committing to a relationship with a person who's genuinely also seeking to follow the Lord, then, you know, good time to hit pause, move on. If you are, though, these are really good, um, really good, like, entry points for kind of some self-reflection and evaluation. Because um, you, you can't just get that person just because you want them. You also have to be the person that they're looking for. So, good time, good time to reflect. Mm-hmm. Take some notes. Write some things down. Post a picture of it on Instagram. Okay, we'll get started. So, what should the ladies be looking for in a guy? All right. So, I feel like I get this question a lot. In um, now, wait, hang on. I do have to ask one thing. Do you start with six pack or eight pack? Is no. that where you start normally? No. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Um, Ladies, what you should be looking for in a guy is obviously, first off, um, someone that loves Jesus with his words and his actions. So he doesn't just say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, and then pushes you to um, into impurity or um, does things like disrespectful um, to you or to his family. Um, he actually shows that he loves Jesus. He's he verbalizes that he's a believer and he shows it by his fruit. Hmm. Um, so that is definitely the main one. Um, number two, um, and that kind of falls under, he's committed to leading you in purity. So first off, if you do not have, if you're not dating someone who is a believer, um, they're, they're not going to be committed to leading you in purity because... They don't see the value in purity that um, God voices in his word because they don't believe in Jesus. So they're not going to lead you in purity. Um, so if you don't have number one, you're definitely not going to have number two. So if a man is committed in leading you in purity, that, I don't know, is super, it takes a super strong man a godly man to lead a woman in purity and I feel like especially now in our society I just there's just not a lot of um couples that are remaining pure until marriage and I just think when a guy takes charge of that um I don't know I just I just think that girls so often I have girls being like you know, how can I, um, what can I do to remain pure in our relationship? And obviously, girls are for sure, you have a role in purity, no doubt. But um, you, wanna, you want a man that is going to lead you and not um, make you stumble. Um, so anyway, and I don't know, one thing that um, Seth did that I thought was really cool um, was he like, made a whole list of boundaries that we had like and we actually wrote them out um together so we can we knew um what was acceptable and what wasn't acceptable i think oftentimes they're like well is this right obviously if you know it's like wrong in your heart then it's impure so um but anyway that's going down a whole impurity sermon but, well, we could probably like make 
like one of the next episodes about that too. Yeah. But anyway, and, so yeah. committed to leading in purity. Yeah. Uh, number three is a gentleman. So what this means is he respects you and he respects what you value. Um, so he show like he takes interest in what you take interest in and he respects he's not like oh you say you um are a believer he's going to respect your beliefs and obviously he should value them as well um and he you know does little things like gets the door for you gets your coat like those things just to show you that you are valuable and i think that oftentimes that um, that gentlemanness—I don't know how what else to how to say chivalry. It. Chivalry, yes. Yeah. It really like I don't know. It is dead like today. Like a lot of guys are growing up to still be boys. You know, they're not growing up to be men. And um, I feel like when you see people get. Um, the door for other people or get their coat it's just like wow like they really sh- are showing respect for um their significant other so um i saw a guy get um he was like a 70 year old man and he got the door for his wife and i thought that was so sweet so i'm like wow i bet he's been doing that for you know the past 50 years oh, so easily yeah yeah That's but so cool. um also, a gentleman means treating you with kindness, um, never making fun of you, um, make like belittling you, um, treating, respecting you, and treating you with absolute kindness. Um, and wants to learn your love language um, and love you like that. I think that that when you start dating somebody and finding out what your love language is, I think that's. <laughs> Sorry, we have a little guy who is um, fussy. Fussy, yeah. Yep. So yeah, between the last episode <laughs> and this one, we had a baby. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't nine months; it was only four weeks. But yeah, yeah, we started late and took a nice break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but once learn your language and love you like that, I think that's super important because. That way you can feel loved. And the same way, too, like you want to learn his love language. So you guys can both feel loved the way you guys feel loved. Um, And then a servant. I think it's really, I don't know. I I feel like a lot of girls have trouble finding men that are servants. Where they put their needs before, like, they put your needs before their own. And... For example, like if you're having a hard day and you need to study, um, they give up what they need to do to help you. I think multiple times Seth showed this when we were dating because I was in school in Grand Rapids and he was um, in Fort Wayne. And he would constantly come see me because I had a really, I couldn't come down very often because I was studying so much. And he had a job. Um, so he didn't have to study anymore. So he was he came up to see me almost every weekend. Um, and just, you know, he didn't ever question gas or anything. It was just, you know, if I was 
needing him or having a difficult time. He was always there to help me. Um, and even if he wasn't able to be there um, physically, which he couldn't be um, a lot of the times, he would always just be like, you know, give me a call or he would write me letters and send them through the mail. Like those things where they really put um, your needs before their own. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad you remember those things. It stuck out to you quite a bit, huh? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, okay. Okay. That's it for... Oh, okay. So now, um, what should a guy look for in a girl, Seth? Well, I think first, we've already established that a guy should definitely be looking for a girl with a six-pack. Is that... <laughs> that were I'm joking. Sarcastic. So... <laughs> okay, so for starters, for real, though, if... If you're a guy, your first thing you're going to need to, you know, kind of check with uh, the girl you have an interest in is that she actually loves Jesus with both her words and her actions. So it should sound familiar. Um, that's super important. If if she says she loves Jesus but isn't acting like it, that should be a nice cause for um, kind of a red flag. A little bit of, you know, put the caution on there. Um, that's not to say she has to be perfect. We should all get that. That should be kind of a pursuit thing. Um, yeah. And the second thing I think is really important is that the girl you have an interest in, she should know her worth and her value. Um, I think a lot of times you'll find women that don't find themselves valuable, don't find themselves worthy of a good guy or just like a good relationship. And that's not something that's impossible to get through, but she needs to know that she's worth something incredible and she's worth like you know honoring herself and being the woman that God's called her to be and I think that's I think those are really important because it kind of plays into the next thing too if she knows her worth and her true value she's also not going to be a thirsty girl so you're going to want to avoid the thirsty girls so if you yeah you're going to want to avoid that thirsty girl if she's had like 15 boyfriends and and maybe two years of college there should maybe be a general pause that comes upon you. Mm -hmm. I would say that if she's going through guys pretty quickly, probably not uh, not pursuing or not standing up for her worth and value with other guys. And that can, I'm sure, bring like in... talking to a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, we're just talking to a whole bunch of guys. If she's going through the guys, you're not going to want to compete there. It's not even worth your time. Mm -hmm. um, and then that also plays in the next part. Um, can I like add on so I feel like with girls like with the true worth and value people like girls would get mad and be like oh my goodness like there are days where I don't find myself valuable or worthy and it's not like we're talking about that we're talking about like we do like yes we all struggle with insecurities boys and girls and I think girls more struggle with insecurities but like we if you're so insecure about not finding yourself valuable and your worth you're going to bring your insecurities into this the relationship and I think girls that really are struggling so much with insecurities not that not that a relationship you can't have a relationship when you're struggling with insecurity at all 
But I think when you bring in your insecurities in the relationship, it's just not going to be a healthy relationship because your true worth and your value is in Christ and it's not in a guy. So um, when you're not knowing that your true worth and your value is from God, you're going to bring that into the relationship and put that on that guy. Um, and that's not where it should be. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of where we're talking about like, um, I don't know, it's a little bit more in depth on that. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I think that's really good. Great place to expand on. So, um, okay. So then the next thing you should really be, uh, finding a girl, someone who respects or who seeks to be respected and honored. So again, I mean, the lady you're with should not be, uh, easy to push the boundaries of like what you believe in terms of purity or, you know, where you're going with purity in your relationship. Um, and she should also be pretty vigilant about the fact that she deserves respect and honor. Like she is worth something. Um, and you know, made in God's image, she's absolutely worth a lot. So someone that's kind of, you know, holding you to a little bit of a standard there. Um, I think it's really good because someone who's kind of lax in those areas can cause a lot of problems in terms of keeping maybe the goals in your relationship that you have. Um, yeah. And then the next one I think is really important is that she's also a servant. Typically women don't have as big of an issue with this, but I think that you should be looking for service in the right areas too. Um, like beyond the kitchen or beyond like the household chores. Like is she serving other people on her own? Is she like, is she involved with her family? Does she help her family? Does she help other people? Does she help her friends? Does she have like good relationships with other ladies? And is she helping them become better women as well? And like serving them through her relationships. Like that's super important. Um, yeah. And then I think on, honestly, another thing that's really cool is a lot of guys struggle with feeling like they can be a good leader in their relationship. So it really helps to have somebody in your corner. And who better to have in your corner than that cute girl you've been crushing on? So if she is an encourager and she's someone who's going to build you up and respect your, like respect you when you are leading and push you to lead like in more ways, that's a super cool thing. And if you can find that, that's awesome. So mm -hmm. definitely something to kind of be looking out for. Yeah, uh, I think that's a big one. I feel like yeah, it's massive. there are a lot of girls that don't encourage men and because they're the boss lady yeah you know and it's like the whole feminism thing it's not and it's not that it's you know which that goes into a whole nother thing but you know you another podcast, another podcast. want to encourage um so as a sister you want to encourage your brother in christ to um be a good leader and to lead you well because if you encourage them they're going to do it better and better and better. You're going to be like their cheerleader. And if you want them to serve you well, you want them to lead you well, what better if you are encouraging them in their leadership, they're going that gives them feedback and they're like, "Man, I'm doing a good job. Now I want to even do better than what I'm doing." So and Guys love that. Super like, important. Guys, all guys will respond really well to that. Mm -hmm. So you give them a little bit of encouragement in that area and they're, you know, if that's something that they kind of lack, they'll really like go to that and that'll be a really cool thing yeah and then i think for the next thing uh definitely committed to purity and that's kind of a good 
a good final one. Um, and I kind of touched on this on a couple other things, but really, I mean, you do need to be with a girl who's as serious about your relationship and where it's going and honoring God in the same exact way you are. Um, there can't be a lot of disparity there between what your ideals are for purity and what your ideals are for your relationship. If those things don't match up, then somebody's going to be crushed if they feel like they're um, kind of what they feel like is honorable to God is being taken advantage of. That's not going to produce uh, any fruit in that relationship. That's good. So I think obviously being committed to purity from wherever you said it and being committed to the same levels of purity is also super, super important. That's something obviously you can't just figure out when you first meet the girl. Not a question to ask on the first date. But definitely uh, something to be looking for, like in your experience with her and talking to her as you're getting to know her, um, kind of feeling out those areas is a really good thing. <laughs> okay, and so for the last part, we want to talk about what should kind of be overlapping for both guys and girls. So mm -hmm. I'll let you start. Um, well, I say like we said, like likes the things you have an interest in. So obviously... You want to date someone and then eventually get married to someone that has similar interests in you. Um, interests in interest. you or interests that you're interested in? <laughs> Hashtag mom brain. Mom brain. No, but Dad like brain. interested in the same similar things that you're interested in. So like Not for like, an example, like I'm, you know, yeah, I like, I like me some, you know, some really music. nice. Screamo music. And I don't. Okay. Okay. And then I also like cars. Like not just like normal like Toyota Camrys, but yeah. like actually cool cars. Yeah. And I don't. Okay. But I went to the Detroit Auto Show with you. Ooh. Even though you I did. really didn't you have did. in it. You did. I showed it. And she almost started listening to Screamo music just to get through it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that one will ever be a thing. Yeah, that probably won't ever be a thing. But... Um, and I started listening to country music because that did. was something you're very into. And now you like it. I've, I've found the country music that I like. Yeah. So, not that you guys have to have the same interest in everything, but yeah. obviously if you're both not interested in nothing, like you're not interested in nothing of the same thing, then or any of the same things, then you're, you're going to have nothing to talk about. So yeah, it would be a little difficult to create like conversation and shared experiences with each other, right? If you both despise the things or have no interest in the things that the other person has right. interest in, and you want to do things together, so yeah, you're, like completely not interested in anything, um, then it just yeah. won't be fun. That's not gonna be fun. Okay, so then. Okay, so how much should the other person talk about themselves in the relationship? Like, is that like a 90-10 thing? 100, 100 to 0? Yeah. What's a good breakdown there? I'd say for you, us, it's probably what, you 90 you and 10 me. I was thinking I was thinking 95 <laughs> me, 5 you. Uh, no. Um, so definitely number two is um, for the both. The, the mutual, both category, yeah, the, yeah, both the category mutual category is um, shows interest in you and is not self-absorbed. I have went on dates with guys in the past um, before Seth and I started dating, and they're all dead. <laughs> but they all they did is just talked about 
I remember one guy, all he did was just talk about himself. What he had, like the coolest motorcycle he just got, and the newest car he just got, and all these things. And it's like, cool. You know, and then we went on like 45 minutes, and he's like, oh yeah, how was your day? Like, oh, okay. Um, so, definitely, you know, there's a mutual exchange. You know, you're talking about you, and he's talking about him, and like some days... There will be more days that he talks about his day, and then there's going to be some days where you talk about more of your day. If one of you guys have had a really good day, or if you've had a really bad day, and you guys need to talk about it. So, um, yeah, there's definitely, definitely a, a give mutual, and take. yeah, give and take. Yeah, there for sure. So. Yeah. Okay, and then for our next one, I think it's really important that both people seek to be on, seek to be honorable and have integrity. So something we usually like don't hear a whole lot of in culture today because it's kind of like do whatever your heart wants, yada, 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 which is not a great thing to do. So just having like a good general like footing of who they are as a person and then pursuing uh, honorable actions and having integrity in their choices is a really, really cool thing. Very rare, but it'd be a really cool thing because if you think about it, like when you're in a relationship you're starting out, it's all cutesy-wootsy and everything, and you're like, oh my gosh, the person, we text all the time. Eventually, put yourself down the road, and if you get married to them, now you have to make decisions with them. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's not a person who has honor and integrity, the decision-making things are going to be a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. So, poor decision-making. Yeah, if you have poor decision-making and someone who does not like to make poor decisions, there's going to be a lot of arguments. So you can avoid a lot of those potential things by being a person with honor and integrity, and pursuing a person of honor and integrity. And that can be found in both women and men. And then, kind of for our last one, we'd say just uh, someone who also accepts responsibility for themselves and their actions. So you'll, um, there definitely was a time where I didn't accept any responsibility for anything I did. But grew out of that phase, thankfully. Learned a lot through that phase, thankfully. And as... If I had still been in that phase, our marriage and dating relationship, our dating relationship would have ended almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And our marriage would not work in any way at all. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. really important that you have, you're with somebody who accepts responsibility for themselves. And, I mean, you'll notice that a lot in school, just the way they accept responsibility for the homework they've been assigned, for um, the efforts they're kind of putting into classwork, the efforts they're kind of putting into their friends. You know, if if they if everything's wrong and it's always someone else's fault, that's mm-hmm. usually a pretty good indicator. Red flag. Yeah, that's pretty a good red flag, because eventually, you know, put yourself back down that same road, and if they don't accept responsibility for any of those things in their life now, and everything's bad and everyone's against them, they're eventually going to fit you into that spot too. Mm-hmm. So a good thing to be aware of, and like I said, I mean, dating should definitely start out fun. But at the same time, you should be evaluating, kind of like seeing, like, where do I honestly want to be, and do I see, do I see me making like big life decisions with them? Because I mean, they get a lot of say in things, like crazy amount of say in things. So it's just really good to be pursuing honor, integrity, and responsibility. Yeah, and I think like, so and overall, you know, obviously you guys may have some to add. Um, that are more personal to you, and that's awesome. And feel free to share with us. We'd love to hear. I think what's important is if you go through your, I guess, criteria, we would say, and 
you know, you're dating somebody and you're like, oh, that's kind of a red flag, but I'm going to like sweep it under the rug. I would advise you not to do that because, I mean, you're talking about your forever. Um, this is your relationship with your significant other in furthering marriage and or wanting to um, go into marriage. And if you go into marriage and you've had red flags or even one red flag, that's you're not going to have a healthy or godly marriage because you've just swept something under the rug because when that infatuation subsides and it will you'll realize that you wish you you wish that they had that quality but they never had that quality to begin with so they're not going to have that quality um so i would just encourage you i feel like i know so many girls that are like well um He's not a Christian, but he'll go to church with me or all these things. So many things. And they're like, that's a little red flag, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there should excuses for Yeah, it. there should be no buts. And I will say I met a lot of even godly Christian guys before Seth and went on some dates. And they had good qualities, but each one of them had some red flag. And it was just crazy because when I met Seth, I never had one red flag. There was just no red flag. And I think that that's super important going into a relationship that you want to succeed and a relationship that's centered around Christ. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a good thing to lead off on or finish up on. Yeah. Okay. So, well, we hope you got a lot out of this podcast today. Um, I, as always... Would really appreciate it if you'd either share this with your friends or um, hop on and uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, But that kind of wraps up for this week. And we will also be posting kind of um, on a regular basis, like what would you like us to talk about next? So kind of like a question series. Mm -hmm. So if ever you like follow us on Instagram, if you see that thing come up, we're going to do like a listener answer question episode as soon as we have enough questions. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to be helpful if we can be helpful. And we'd love it if in turn you could share it with your friends and, uh, you know, just leave us a good rating somewhere. So whether you're an iPhone user or Android. So thank you. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. See you guys later. Bye.